This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Moon Pod Rental, may I help you? Uh, yes, I am calling about the Moon Pod Rental Special I read about in the newspaper. Can you tell me what this product is? <laughs> Well, uh, apparently it is a pod that is going to be ejected from space, our space, and will land on the moon. So we can have put things on the moon with the moon pod. Why would you rent one? Why you opened the business. I'm just making sure you're qualified. Oh, I see. Well, I just feel like uh, I want to, my place in history. Uh, can you hold, please? Oh, sure. Uh, moon pod rental, can I help you? Can you hold, please? Okay, that's a first. Well, you asked me to eh? hold, but you didn't actually put me on hold. I wanted you to hear how important I am. Oh, I see. Well, I'm, I'm quite impressed. I have two phones. I don't have a hold line. I just have a different phone. Color me impressed is what I say. Wasn't that a boy band? Color me impressed. I want to sex you up by color me impressed. I don't know what that is. It's not. Okay. Are you done with this? Color color me bad? Wasn't that what it was? Oh, uh, maybe, but I'm just... B-A-D-D? Okay. Because it was extra hip? Uh-huh. I just... Uh, All not, right, look. You okay. don't want a mood pond rental. That's fine. You can just go get an ice cream cone next door. I, no, there, I, you know, That's your consolation price. Half off on the ice cream since you didn't make the cut for the mood <laughs> pod rental. Well, all right, well... You seem to be a bit of a dick, Mr. Moonpot. Well, so. we have very high quality, uh, you know... Let's just say that years ago I was rejected, and now I'm taking that on you. I see. All I right. tried out for NASA, and NASA didn't like me. Well, NASA so is a good company. So now I got my own. Mo- That's why you can't buy the Moon Pod, because I I can't afford to sell them. I just rent them, mm-hmm. which makes zero sense. Yes, because you'll be renting them forever. It's not the people selling them. It's not a question of them affording if they can sell them or, or rent them. Uh-huh. It's the people buying them. Yes. Or renting them. Is it a rent to own is not a question of ripping off the owner. It's ripping off the guy going to the store. Of course. Okay, let's get that clear. I I don't think that this it is a TED clear. talk. No, it is not. Oh. Uh so I just want to say welcome, 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 everyone. This is episode one hundred and ten of the Middle Age Cool Kids super uh super terrific podcast featuring your pals Franken and Davis. No. <laughs> I'll be Franken. Here, have a nap. <sighs> what, is that bad? Yeah, he's what? kind of a creep. Come on, people like me. No one likes you anymore. I never liked him. Uh, okay. Well, I always thought he was a creep. But the other guy, now him I liked. Tom Davis? Yeah. Excellent. Now, didn't we go to a show and... Were we at the show? 
Well, we had Saturday Night Live when they did the skit where he's in the basement listening to Cream. Or is that just on my imagining that? Well, we, we've gone to... I think you and I together went to one show. Is that right? It was Tom Davis in the basement. Was that the Brendan Fraser episode? We'll have to look that up. They find him and he's listening to uh, Sunshine of Your Love. He's been down there for the past 15 years. That Smoking kind of thing. herb. Yeah. I th- or am I just imagining that we saw that? I saw it on TV. We might have seen it on TV, but now you're making me think that we, we were there for that. Well, listen, I was next door uh-huh. while you was uh, in your room. What do you mean? And then I uh, next morning I came out and I had a hit song. What are you talking eh? about? Talking about 70 shows. Oh, okay. With silly little uh, subplots. All right. Well, anyway, I wanted to Come say. Come on, I'm trying to tra- I'm trying to transition here. I know, but we have some explaining like to do. Oh. Uh, we've been away for quite a while. It's spring here in upstate New York, and the weather is perfect to do things outside uh, before it gets too hot and muggy and buggy. So we've been doing some gardening, uh, yard work, blah blah blah. Springtime for shitler. Yeah, that's it. So uh, we're sorry that we've taking the extra time we have continued doing the youtube videos though so if you have not checked out the youtube channel um dave does reaction videos to songs that people suggest and um sometimes he likes them sometimes he likes them more (laughs) but uh, i got a problem i think uh, uh, i think if we're not talking about music i can't concentrate is that what it is yeah so if you ask me about music i'll treat you like a human being but anything else I'm just go off in a Lululand. Well, isn't that something? Is that called something? Is that a syndrome? That's called we've been married for 20 years and I, I need don't to be agree on more music. musicians. Yes. Well, okay. So what are you saying? I'm saying Are you leaving the me less to I practice, tour? the better you sound. Okay. Huh? That's my new idea. Come on, spread it around. Okay. Well, would you want to make a t-shirt out of it? It's kind of like the more you drink, the better I sound. Well, the less I practice, the better you sound. Excellent. Cuz you don't sound too good. Cuz I sound too good. Okay. Eh? All right. Eh? Okay. Anyway, so uh, that's why we've been away. We have been doing keeping up on the YouTube, but not on the podcast. But today we're changing that. And today's episode is all about our top five 70s shows. Now, I wanted to do top 10, but Dave said that that would make the show too long. And I have many shows from the 70s I personally love. So this one was a Harder for me to to pare it down to a top five. Well, I want to know, which is before we get started, uh-huh. are these blindfolds really necessary? <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Is it just me? I thought I had a blindfold on. No. Why Turns you out say- my headband's too tight. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Do you want to change your head- headphones? No. No, no, it's not that. What's wrong? <laughs> not that I'm, just, I'm just kidding. All right, let's get started. I don't get it, though. That's not a joke. I'm just out of my mind. That's, oh, okay. Uh, well... Point of what I was saying Wait, before. Did you sneak downstairs what? and pull a Tom Davis before the start of the show? Wait, did I leave Sunshine of Your, of your Love play oh, in there? Okay. Is that your uh, clue, or is it the way I'm acting? It's uh, okay. Anyway, so there's that. So now we know what 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 Dave's mindset is. Um, I'm drinking chamomile tea, so we couldn't be more opposite. I drink chamomile t- tea too. Uh-huh. Say that three times slow. I don't want to say it at all. Okay. Uh, so, are you ready with your number five? Because I'm curious. I, I don't see a piece of paper. Oh, see, I figured, look. No, but I if asked I you If I love to... these shows so much, uh-huh. I should be able to think of them. I don't need to be reminded. No, but I, you're supposed to put them in an order. Oh, well, I got an order. It'll come out in an order. 
Okay. Boom, this I, I is how a, it works. I did ask, ask for a list. No, I, I got a mental a list here. List. I got a honeydew mm-hmm. list. Uh-huh. Now listen. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what I think? Or do you want to start with what's up on the screen? This is why I put the screen up and didn't put it on the top 10, because I knew you could not not look at it. Well, let me tell you something. I don't want you to look at that. You're telling me I'm, I don't want you to look at it. Let me just no, ask you. I got, I'm, a, well, I I got a question. For, uh, I, I think everybody I'm needs going to, to turn off the screen. Come on. Emergency. You're telling me that was a show from the 70s? Yes. I thought it was the 60s. It started in 68, but it did play in the 70s. Whoa. And Adam 12, same thing? David, I'm going to turn you know, off the screen. All right. My favorite show from the 70s no, is I, Car not, 54, Where Are You? Okay. Listen to me. Huh? I want your number five show. All right. You ready? Your number five show from the 70s is what? The Brady Bunch. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you liked the Brady Bunch. Are you kidding me? I'm all about Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. No. Really? No, uh, well, I like the Brady Bunch. I, I happened to dig the Brady Bunch when I was a kid. You did? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, all the episodes were fun. Every character was fun except for fucking Jan, a goddamn party pooping oh, fucking imaginary woman person, Jan. Jo- are you talking about George Glass? I'm talking about George Glass. Okay. What? Who was your favorite Brady? Uh, my favorite Brady was Greg. He was the hippest, man. Really? Yeah. Greg was cool. Smoking cigarettes, hanging out in the upstairs part of the house in his own little pad. I, I like Greg when he became a high school guy. Oh, you okay. Know, Greg in high school. That was hip. The whole Johnny Bravo thing. You love Johnny Bravo. No, but that period was, you know, the climax of the Brady Bunch. Okay. When they got a little groovier. Exactly. The whole, the whole nation got groovy, as did the, uh, the Brady Bunch. I did not know. Real, real sign of the time show. I did not know you had a thing for the Brady Bunch. Oh, come on. The whole uh, to be or not to be, that is the question that I ask of, what is it? Something like that? They had a whole thing going there? Okay. A fugue or whatever? Dave? Eh? Can I ask you about your beverage? I don't have one. I know. I would love for you to just go ahead and get yourself some water. I don't want water. Can you please go get some water? Oh, man. You're like Edgar over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A few moments later. Okay, much better. All right, well, now that I know how much you love the Bradys, perhaps we should have a Brady-centric episode. <clears throat> Brady-centric. Where we can, you know, do a, a, a you know, a, a retrospective, if you like. I even like the Brady movie. Oh, okay. From the 90s. But there was two Brady movies. See, I like it so much, I thought it was one movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I honestly did not know, after all these years, I did not know that the you liked the Bradys so much that you would put them at number five. I got, well, right off the top of my head, yes. Okay. What? Uh, what? Did I say that? No, I'm just It's kidding. not supposed to be off. It's my list. Some thought this in is this. my list. Oh. I have a process. All right. All right. What's I, your number five? My, if you're so special. Excuse me? What? I said, if you're so special, what's your number you're five? You're so weirdly aggressive. Whoa. All right. What was it you know, a $6 million man? What? My number five yeah. is a $6 million man. It is? I have it written right here, you motherfucker. <laughs> How did you know? Because I have a little thing that's called, I'm very in tune with stuff. I have never have spoken to you about my love of the $6 million man. I guarantee fucking to you. <laughs> well, 
I got to tell you, I like that show too. Okay. Well, so that could have easily been my number five. All right. Well, I loved, I loved Lee Majors. I loved that he was married to Farrah Fawcett. Foreshadowing. I loved the six million dollar man because it was kind of like, it was kind of almost also like sci-fi because he was so you know bionic and so I really, uh, I really just dug all of that. And then the episodes were always great. I loved the sound effects when he was using his... I just loved it all. That sound effect was big. Loved it so much that, uh, you know, when other little girls were getting Barbies and such, I got a $6 million man action figure because I loved it so much. And I would play with it and I would make up stories. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Did you have an Oscar Goldman? Well, yes, because the $6 million man I had had switchable faces. Whoa. <laughs> now that's the movie we need to make. So you could put on the Steve, uh, the, the, the Steve Austin face, or you could put on the Oscar Goldman face. As if Oscar Goldman had the same robust body as Steve Austin. Well, you know, in a 10 or 11 inch uh, action figure, they, they, they did. Uh. Don't get me started on action figures from the 70s, because that's a show on its own right. All right, then don't get started. Because I like the one that looks like Jesse Metcalf. Okay, that's G.I. Joe, and we're not talking about Jesse Metcalf or G.I. Joe today. Damn it. Uh, So, yeah, that was my number five. I don't know how you guessed it. I just wrote the list out before you came up because I didn't want you uh, looking at it or snooping around, but apparently somehow... You knew. Because even uh, when you went to go get your water because of your awful dry mouth, I literally, enough. I put my hand over the, uh, I put my hand over my list so you didn't see. Yes, it just is, uh, I'm just on that plane, man. All right. Excellent. All right. So what's your number four? Oh, well, now I've drained all my energy trying to guess your number five. I see. Now give me a second. Your psychic energy? Yes. Are you chip my coffee? F- what? Are you chip coffee? I'm cheap coffee. Okay. Usually at Maxwell House. Excellent. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. Cheap coffee. That's Chip's brother. Mm. A half, half breed. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> half breed of what? Why, well, I don't want to say. Is he a muggle? I don't know what he is. I see. Hold on a second. He's a mongrel. All right. All right, we got to cut all that out. Okay, I'm not doing that. Okay. So my number four uh-huh. is not the Partridge family. Okay, that's fine. Now, that would be a logical progression if you think you like the Brady Bunch. You might say, oh, well, the Partridge family's next. But no, I kind of didn't love the Partridge family, mm-hmm. even though they were musicians. Something about it I didn't connect to. What, okay. what was it about the Partridge family? I do not know. All right, my number four. Maybe Reuben Kincaid freaked you out, man. Reuben was a bit of a dick, wasn't he? He no. was really a party pooper. He's a new manager. He had that vibe, that I need to make money off of you vibe. I like Danny. Danny was cool. Uh-huh. Chris was a little asshole. I'd see, I don't even... Those little ones, I don't even... I, I didn't even... Chris was an asshole who couldn't play. He well, was faking the funk. What was he? What was he the... Oh, was he the drummer? What was... Oh, was he the drummer? No. Yeah, the little kid who was the drummer. That motherfucker, Hal Blaine played all his tracks. Okay, well... Fuck Chris. God bless Hal Blaine. Danny Bonaducci, you could tell that man could pluck some strings. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Danny's a real maestro. All right. Anyway. <laughs> this is what you call stalling to figure out your number four. Well, you know why you wouldn't have to stall if you wrote a list? All right. Barney Miller. 
Oh, okay. Bam! Coming at you. Now, that was a quality show. Now, here's, well, before I say Barney Miller. You've already said it. Well, you know, that's fine. But I'm sticking with Barney Miller as number four. Okay. But going back to your number five. Uh-huh. Six Million Dollar Man actually still holds up. Yep. That show is actually entertaining today. Now, some other shows from the 70s aren't. Like Barney Miller, slightly less entertaining. It holds up, but I think uh, Six Million Dollar Man might even hold up better. But that being said... You know why, though? Because it wasn't... Uh it, see that you've got like say Barney Miller. Barney Miller was so of the time, right. you know. Yes. And where Six Million Dollar Man was more apolitical. It was exactly. It was. It was not about the time. Science was, fiction meets crime drama. Exactly. Interesting. But I will say that there there are still like that Barney Miller pot episode. I know I will still be in stitches regardless of the oh, time. Oh, there's plenty of good Barney Miller episodes. Yeah. And the thing about them is they have so many absurd character actors on there that, yes. that just come in and guest for the one episode. Yes. So not not to mention, now am I imagining it or Steve Land is his name Steve Landsberg? Yeah, yeah I think so. I he love was, him. He was amazing. Then you got Wojohowitz, whatever his name was. Max, was it? Thayer? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. He was, I, I mean, adored him, actually. This is the thing about Barney Miller. You had so many good actors on it, it's absurd. Yes. So it was Harris. just. Yeah. Harris, mm-hmm. exactly. And the little and the little guy. What was his name again? The cop. Jack. Oh, the guy from the San Francisco Treat uh, rice aroni commercials. The little brown haired guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's classic. I mix him up with, uh, what's his name from, uh, Bruno Kirby. Oh, okay. But it's not him. No, definitely not. Uh, and then, uh, you had, uh, Fish. Right. I mean, the whole thing. There's like everyone, how many spinoffs were from that show? And Jack Sue. Ah, uh, yes. Who died of cancer. We all knew that. For some reason we all heard that. Uh. I didn't hear that. Uh, why, uh, I mean, how many spinoffs were there? Uh, there was fish, and I... Uh, Is was that it? I think that's it. That's all they could milk out of it was fish. Fish lasted a few years, though. I like fish, but you couldn't cut Harris a break? You couldn't give Woja Howitz a, a run? They should get those guys back together and do Wojo. another... Wojo. We could have been called Wojo. Like Kojak, but Wojo. I loved Wojo. <laughs> Come on, it was, was excellent. A bear of a man. It's absurd. I like him in DC Cop. He's there's something about him, right? He's DC, gotta, not DC cop, DC cab. DC cab. Damn, DC cop. That's a whole other thing. All right. Anyway, so yep, yeah, that's my number four. Barney Miller. Now this is not a question of what holds up the best. It's just a matter no. of favorites. Yes. So Barney Miller is my number four. Excellent. Now oh, yes. Did you want to guess my number four? Mm, number four from the seventies. Love Boat. My number four is Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels Boat. Now, Char- Charlie's Angels was kind of like Six Million Dollar Man. Exactly. In that it was a... Well, yeah, it was. It kind of holds up to this day to a certain degree. It's the shot on film, action adventure, uh but this time it was three ridiculously beautiful girls. Um, so I was a girl 
So I kind of like, oh, look at girls having fun and kicking ass and driving cool cars and and solving, you know, crimes. It was like a, it was kind of like Nancy Drew, you know what I mean? Just a, more of an adult Nancy Drew. And they were, I mean, they were great. Bosley was funny and there was the mystery of Charlie and uh, Charlie was a creep. Charlie was just a rich dude. He was like, you know, probably using the girls as some sort of tax shelter. Who knows what he was up to? But uh, I just, I, I loved it. I loved the original three the best, of course. Uh, Jacqueline Smith was my favorite. Like, I just was, I just was like, oh, I, when I play Charlie's Angels, I have to be Kelly. You know, as one so would wait, do. So it was Farrah Fawcett, Jacqueline Smith, and Jacqueline what? Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson? No. Kate Jackson? Kate Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. There you go. Kate Jackson was like the lesbian. No, she was not like the lesbian. That's what they they tried to make it like that. I don't. She was a little butch. You think so? Yeah. See, I'm a girl, so I'm not. Uh, I I didn't. That was not what I thought. She had a little bit of more of the. Come on, she was less dialed up than the other two. She was, but she was. I didn't see her she was as a tomboy. She okay. She had brothers. She grew up with brothers in the family. Okay, maybe. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Doing that as at the age I was watching this, I was like 10, 11, 12, so I wasn't thinking, hmm, she's the lesbian. That wasn't something that came in my mind. Jackson, Jackson. What's wrong Jackson. with you? Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith had a hairline product, did she not? No. Farrah Fawcett. Someone had a hairline product. Okay, you're saying hairline. No one had a, a hairline problem. <laughs> Not a hairline problem. You know, like a hair product. Oh, line. A line of hair products is yes. what you're trying to say? Yes. Smoky Sh- Smokerson? Shampoo and conditioner. She was a Wella Balsam girl. Oh. And I think also, I think Jacqueline Smith also did some Wella Balsam, but I think that was Farrah Fawcett's. This was before celebrities got like their own line of products. They did not one of them endorsed, gee, your hair smells terrific? Um, gee, your hair smells terrific. Maybe. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're going to thank me for a maybe? Why, I thought you uh, were whispering to me. No. <laughs> what? You just went, gee, your hair smells terrific. I, what? What? <laughs> you, you don't even know that you did that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just... I said maybe, and you said thank you. Yeah, before you said maybe, you oh. whispered to your hair. It was terrific. <laughs> Yours do not. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> your hair does not smell terrific. I was just repeating the name of the product, not not giving you any information almost, about your own Almost hygiene. as if you didn't know you did it. I I didn't know what you were talking about. God, that's fucking ridiculous. You're nuts. Anyway, Charlie's <laughs> Angels had um a lot of great episodes. Uh there were, and and they all starred in them. You know what I mean? Like there would be one where it was Kelly centric and Jill centric and Sabrina centric. Uh you know, so it was always it was always it wasn't like they were playing favorites all the time. Yes. I loved it. I loved that show with my whole heart. I And unlike you... They and had your, a good skateboarding episode. Unlike you and your your Brady Bunch movie uh, loves, 
You're talking about the Brady Bunch movies with, not with the Bradys, right? That's correct. Okay. I did not enjoy any of the Charlie Angels movies with the Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and I no man the they jumped the shark. Oh, Cameron Diaz maybe. Yeah. I didn't. I just don't like them. <clears throat> I don't like them. They're not. They they didn't have the the camp, the warmth. Uh, they're not the same spirit. Not the same spirit, or the soul of the originals, and you know, the ladies just they'll those. Occasionally, you'll get a very special cast that gels, and uh, they just modern movies are just don't care so much about that. They just throw shit together. So, uh, not a fan of those. But that was my number four, Charlie's Angels. We're ready for your number three, Dave. Number three. Mm-hmm. Well. Yes? I'd have to say Sanford and Son. Ooh, okay. Now, how about them apples? Your, uh, did you watch that with your parents? Did that something you watched on uh, your own? No, that's one of those shows that was like on, on uh, I feel like it was, I almost feel like it was reruns. Oh, Okay. I mean, in the seventies, did they have reruns? And the, maybe they had the reruns of it in the eighties, perhaps. But that's fine. Because I mean, that show was from like seventy three, seventy four, like that early, right? Right. I don't recall like loving it as a kid. Uh-huh. I recall loving it like about ten years after it was on the air. Did you have more than one TV in your house? Yes. The oh yeah okay. Yes, we did. I mean, just when I was younger, that was not the norm to have more than one TV. Well, the East Wing, we had a... Uh, right. Well, you, you West were... Wing, we had another thing. Okay. So did you watch TV with your folks? Uh, occasionally, yes. Yeah. What were they watching? What do you... Th- well, in the 70s? Do you remember what they you would, you would watch with them? In the 70s, they were watching... Uh, I recall watching Soap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, now I watched Happy Days and all those shows. With them? All the classic shows, but I don't think I was watching them with them. Oh, okay. I think I was watching them by myself, pretty much. What? The only shows I'd watch with them, you know, they watched whatever they were watching, and then I'd just come in and hang out, maybe. No, you don't, but that's what I'm saying. You don't recall whatever they were watching. Oh, but and this is not so much the 70s. I definitely recall Cheers, uh-huh. Hill Street Blues. Saying elsewhere. So when you're old enough to, I guess. Uh, Those shows. So just to just to remember that. What else? I don't know. I'd have to think for a while. What? My dad liked the sports. So your number three was the sports. Yeah. No, uh, my number three is uh, Sanford and Son, because uh, it was quite entertaining. You uh-huh. had. Uh, Red Fox there, uh-huh. who was a comedic genius. Yes. And uh, the writing on the show was also done by geniuses like uh, Gary Shandling. So it had some decent writing. Even though it was a shit show on, on one side, kind of low. It was, a, it was like a lowbrow kind of show on one, on one side of it. Other side of it, it had really great really great Jewish like screenwriters writing like schmaltzy black stuff. So it was pretty, pretty fucking funny actually. And, and Red Fox is, was brilliant. And then you have that other woman who played, uh, and what? 
Aunt Esther. Aunt Esther. And she is like, I feel like she's like from the vaudeville days or something. She's like an old classic like actress, uh, comedic actress from like the black scene back in the days. <clears throat> and then uh, you had other people who would guest star on it who were also from that that time period. And we didn't know this as a kid watching it, but so it has all these classic actors in it. Not to mention Grady, Great. who got his own spinoff. The man got a spinoff, okay? Everybody loves Grady. Grady. And then the Puerto Rican cat, Julio. Rollo? Rollo. Was it Rollo? I thought it was Rollo. Yeah, it was Rollo. Okay. Who's Julio? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. Rollo. You're right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it was, it was a cheesy show, but it was quite enjoyable to watch. And to this day, I find it to be hysterical when I watch it. Yes. I, when I was little, their house was so messy that it made me upset. To, like, I couldn't get into it. I didn't like the furniture. I didn't like that they had just junk all over. Like it was just. Oh man, it was a, it was it was like a pigsty. It was yeah. It should have been condemned. I I couldn't I couldn't I just didn't like it. I couldn't. I was like, why are you sitting there talking when you I, could be cleaning this? House? I liked Lamont too. Quite yes. frankly, I liked Lamont. Yeah, I mean everything. Everybody liked. I liked the characters. I thought Red Fox was great, but I just I had my own issues about their their house being dirty. Like even right now, I'm getting a little bit of a. Anxiety attack. <laughs> I hear that. Well, this is the thing. Also, that show, though, had a catchphrase and a catch thing. That whole heart attack thing he would do. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> exactly. So, the show really made its mark. Yes. And, uh, do you think it ever jumped the shark? I didn't think it ever I did. I don't recall, but it may have. I'm trying to remember. I know at the end he had a girlfriend that he, maybe he married. Yeah, I don't that really pretty woman that was like oh, I was right, like right, right. I was like, why is oh, she friend. with him? She was like a beautiful woman who was like she a classy. Came to, she came to save him. Yeah, exactly. Mm. She should have straightened up that house. <laughs> the house was insane. The two cops. Yes. Just ridiculous. It was crazy. So that left a la- lasting mark on me. Excellent. That was your number three. I'm highly influenced by Grady. Mike Mike Clark on drums, Grady on accents. All right. Thank you. Uh, are you ready for my number three? Yes. My number three is Fantasy Island. Oh. That was an intriguing show. Uh, Carter Montalban. It had some magic. You know, the island was magic. Uh, or maybe maybe uh, Ricardo Montalban was magic, but uh, or Mr. Rourke. But the, there was people would come and they would want their fantasy, and maybe the the path to getting it wasn't exactly what they expected. But Fantasy Island was like the love boat on an island. Fantasy Island was so love boat was on I think at nine. And Fantasy Island was on at ten, Ooh, so it was tantalizing. It was a little, it was a little uh, more adult, maybe less like less, less comicy, but some comics stuff, some comic relief. Obviously, you had yeah. uh, the plane, the plane, but uh, you. What's his name again? Harry Ta- Villachez. Tattoo. Tattoo. Um, 
but it was it they had a lot of the same guest stars like you definitely would see a Sonny Bono a Barbie Benton uh the the same it, it seemed like they were pulling from the same pool so I think that's another reason why I liked it because uh there was a lot of my favorite people from Love Boat on there. I loved Barbie Benton for whatever reason. I just thought she was adorable. I didn't quite realize that she was a playmate or that she had been Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. Like I, that's not something. There was just something about the way she looked. I think she had hair a lot like Jacqueline Smith. It was like a long dark hair, and so I was just equated that with oh, I like her. I didn't uh, watch that as much. I watched the Love Boat a lot, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I think. I don't know. For some reason, Fantasy Island, it didn't keep me tuned in. I wonder if there was something else that came on after Love Boat that you watched. Mm. Like, I, this is, and I think I've told this story before on one of our podcasts, but at some point we got a small black and white TV and uh, I would wheel it into my room on Saturday nights and I would watch very low volume because I would be, you know, I would probably get the belt for watching TV uh, in the in the dark by myself, but I had the TV on very low, and I'd be really close up, and I'd watch Love Boat, Fantasy Island, and I would try my best to get through a half hour of news so I could then make it to Saturday Night Live. But, you know, when you're 10, 11 years old, the news is boring as fuck, or it was for me. Mm. Like I, I, You know, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I was just counting minutes, so, but yeah. Love Boat and Fantasy Island, my Saturday night go-tos. Uh, I could, I, Fantasy Island was great. Just great. So much magic going on. And uh, I just, I kind of liked it. See, Love Boat, didn't, Love Boat didn't have that magic where, you know, it just seemed like there was something magical going on there that, that got you to, the, to your fantasy, whereas Love Boat was uh, a little different. Rough boat, more catchy, uh, more uh, campy. Yes, yes. All right, so that was my number three. And what is your number two? Number two. I got to go number two. Hold on a minute. Oh, great. Okay, I'm done. Ugh. What? You could have used Clean the bathroom. Clean up on aisle five. <laughs> okay, <That's> disgusting. <laughs> Clean up on the center aisle. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let me see now. My number two is a little show called The Muppet Show. Ooh, that's a good one. So take that and stuff it in your Jim Henson. All right. And of course, my favorite character was Animal. Was it? Because I'm a lunatic. Yes. Well, I liked Animal, yeah. Animal was great. I'm not going to say it was my favorite character. I just liked the whole show. But honestly, my favorite character were two people, and they were in the wings. Oh, okay. <laughs> the old men. They were my favorite characters. You like those curmudgeon old guys. Yes. I forget their names right now. I also. don't remember their names, but I remember their actions. And I like that. <laughs> I like the criti- I like them being critical. Yes. That was good. And one, one character I did not like was that goddamn eagle. Oh, you the did? the big forehead. Was he a newscaster? I don't know. Where I don't he like was. that motherfucker. Why not? I don't know. He was square. He looked a little stern. Yeah. He did I look lo- stern. I love the sax player. You liked the band. I love the band. Doctor Teeth. I think exactly. That was the band. Thank you very much. Yes. And then uh, Beaker. Monster, what? Oh. What? Beaker was good. 
You like Beaker? I like Beaker, and I like that little guy who was always exploding. Oh, the little rat guy? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole show, I can't... Now, well, the one person I did not like was Miss Piggy. Uh-huh. Miss Piggy can go fuck herself. She was a little bit of a bitch. She just ruined everything. She, she was, was like the Yoko of the whole show. She kind of was. I wasn't... I, di- I didn't see what, what uh, Kermit saw in her. Uh, and that carried over to all the movies too. I just didn't, I didn't like her. I didn't like her. She Kermit was, was not, nice. Kermit was a nice guy, but he was a pushover. He was a little too much of a pushover. Um, I didn't, I didn't love Miss Piggy either. Um, I didn't like her voice. I didn't like her attitude. And, uh, she wasn't very, I don't know. She wasn't, I, I just didn't, I think, I thought there was someone better for him out there. Anyone. Uh, my favorites were Fozzie and Ralph. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I always, I you know, I wanted to be a stand-up Wait. comedian. Fozzie was the bear. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Um, is it Ralph or Rolf? It's the piano player. Yeah, I confuse him with Fozzie. Fozzie's the one with the hat. Yes. Waka waka. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> he had a cocaine problem, it turned he out. He did not. What? Stop it. Fozzie was pawning shit on okay. 42nd Street. Fozzie's my favorite, so you have to shit on him. Hey, Fozzie, get over here. Uh, Leave me alone, bro. Okay, that's he what did he not ended up talk like that. Uh, All right. What else? Did you Fozzie, have a- It turned out Fozzie had a really bad case of mange, too. Oh, jeez. Why do you have to shit on my faves, always? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not, though. What? What? I liked Fozzie. Okay. Fozzie never hurt nobody. Problem with Fozzie was he sounded too much like Fonzie. What? Fonzie, from a different show. I see. So I could only have allegiance to one character who sounded that way. Oh, well, all right. I don't know what to tell you. Did you have a favorite guest host? They always had the hugest stars. Uh, I feel like Buddy Rich, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can't remember. You know, I can't remember that clearly. But I, this is what I can tell you. I remember when that show premiered and was on the air, I watched it every night when it came on. Yeah. Once a week. And it didn't seem like it lasted that long. And then they then they then it was then they played it in reruns like every day. Uh, but I mean there might have only been like a couple seasons if it, if that. I loved the opening number. That song was just whew, yeah. so high thing, energy. You know, very good for kids. Yeah. So that's my number two. All right. Excellent choice. Who? Are you ready for my number two? Yeah. My number two, I don't think you're going to guess it. Uh, I'm not going to try. Okay. Why is that? Because I'm, I don't know. It's a love boat. It's okay. My number two is The Rockford Files. Oh, Angel. Right. Standout character, Angel. You love it. Stuart Margolin, I think his name is. That is correct, sir. I okay. I loved the Rockford Files, and maybe some of it was over my head, but there was something about James Garner. The man lived in a van by the river. He lived in a I, I, trailer by the sea. By the sea, and he drove a Firebird, or was it a Trans Am? He was an ex-con. Pontiac Firebird. I think, I think it was uh, something like that. Yes. He, I just, I, I loved him. I loved his relationship with his pop. James I, Garner. He was, uh, to me, he was the ultimate, like, man dude. Like, I just thought he was great. He was out had a, there. Had a good theme. 
The theme was amazing. The show was great. He was great. There was humor in it. He's the precursor to Magnum, but just uh, maybe not as good looking, but definitely more hard edge manly. You know what I mean? Yeah, Magnum was a little more of a tool. He wasn't a tool, but he was a little bit Ro- more Rockford sensitive. Did, Rockford did things his way. Rock, yeah, I love that. I love Jim Rockford. And I loved Angel. I know. He Angel. was a loose cannon. A- See, the thing is that I, I Angel, uh, I liked him. He was funny, but he was also not trustworthy. And I thought to myself, Jim Rockford deserves a better friend. Well, there you go. Who else was in Rockford Files? Um, People we might know. Let's see. Well, his dad was Noah Beery. Joe Santos was his like a his captain. That sounds like a familiar name. I don't. I don't really think that there are many people. We so know. just more character actors. I think it's just more character actors. Yeah, really. All right. Very interesting. I, mean, I think Noah Beery was a famous actor. I believe. Hmm. Prior to this, like he, I think this was. He was older at this point, but I think mm-hmm. prior to this, he was in movies and stuff. But, uh, yeah. My number two, Rockford Files. What years did that go for? From? It's 1974 to 1980. Six, six seasons. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't see why... Pl- Pluto TV should have a channel for 70s hour-long action drama type shows. Mm-hmm. I think it would do really well. Uh, honestly, all of my... I see that my top five is all hour-long shows, and your top five so far has been half-hour shows. Yeah. Very interesting. I really interesting. liked... I liked to be immersed for as long as possible uh, in my my little fantasy worlds. You were kind of like, okay, this half hour is over. Let me go on to do something else. Uh, I mean, I would have taken an hour if they had given it to me. Yeah. They well, didn't do it. Though. I guess most comedies are just a half hour. That's just how they it were. is. I got a bunch of side shows that I, I would like to acknowledge. What? But only five. You can't no. say all of them. Right. But you didn't tell me your number one. Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. No, just kidding. I was going to say, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want my number one? Yeah. All right. You know what it is? Can you guess? Oh, uh, your number one show from the 70s. Not Sanford and Son, not Barney Miller. Uh, your number one show. Is it a half hour comedy? Yes. Soap. No. Oh. That couple. The Odd Couple. Dang, I could have guessed that. That's a good one. The Odd Couple is the best show ever, in my opinion. And you're... <laughs> That's all there is to it. It is the best sitcom ever. And it holds up, right? I believe so. It, it's just it's absurd. You just look at the episode with Roy Clark if you want a good episode. I liked or, all of them. Or, yeah, no, the one with Rosie Greer. Rosie Greer. 
Any of them. They're all absurdly good. They really are. Klugman, fucking uh, Tony Randall. The, the show is so good that it's even as good as the movie, which is amazing. Yes. So how, how, can you rep- how can you step into the shoes of Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon and still come off like you have a great show? You would expect if they try to, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, most of the time that doesn't happen. Like the odd couple from the 2000s, it's like ridiculous. Right. It doesn't compare to the 70s. No. Well, because now you, you're you not allowed to say things. Now you're somehow you're, you're canceled for every little thing. So they literally have sucked comedy out of everything. And so if you, you can't be funny anymore. And the odd couple is pretty, pretty tame. Yeah. But yeah, that, that show I could still watch and I, this I would say it holds up. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar and Felix. I I liked I I, I liked Oscar. Uh, I like I I didn't mind that he was messy. He kept it in his room, but I, Felix like they were so opposite. Felix was an asshole. Felix was uh. Felix an uptight ass. When he would go, he's <clears throat> a neurotic asshole. I like the episode where they got the, I, I, and it's, for whatever reason, it's stuck in my head always when I think of it, is when they got the, the big, like, gorilla hand chairs. Uh, Do you remember that one? They got, the, he, Felix got all new furniture in the, in the apartment. In the it, apartment or in his office? I, th- I thought it was in his apartment because, uh, and that's why, and Oscar hated it. Like, and it was like all like mod like mod shit. And I kind of vaguely remember that. Two of the two, it was like two chairs that were, I thought they were gorilla hands, but maybe they were just like black leather. Big hands. Big hands. Fucking hysterical. I was like, wow, that shit is cool. And then, you know, miraculously by the end of the episode, they had all their old furniture back. Early but, 70s mod. Yeah, it was, it was pretty groovy. <laughs> oh, man. I did like that show. Man, I'm going to show. A lot. But you did all your top five half-hour comedies. Mm, interesting. Let me think of my number one 70s show that's not a half-hour. Well, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. My shows that I like that are an hour are from the 80s. Oh, like oh, like the Hill Street? Hill Street Blues. Uh-huh. Now, that's the number one. That's the number one show from the, really? 80s, from the 80s, in my opinion. Interesting. Just off the bat, what's your number one show from the 80s? Well, we haven't found out what my number one show from the 70s I know, so just, just off the bat, I'm going to take it on the side here. My number one show from the 80s. The 80s were not great for me. There's so some I'm really kidding. bad shows in the 80s. Now, you can't go half-hour sitcom in the 80s, because they all suck. But we'll try and watch them today. They're terrible. Growing Pains... Family Ties. All shit. Full House. You can't you can't compare that shit to what's happening. And Good Times and fucking the Jeffersons and Archie Bunker, which for, quite frankly, I don't know why I didn't say All in the Family was my number one, because that's right up there too. Shows that were good in the 80s were like, yeah, Magnum P.I. was good. These are all hour-long shows, though, right? I mean, we could have said MASH, but I feel like MASH is more of an 80s vibe for me. 
But it was a 70s show, wasn't it? I'm trying to see what if there's an 80s show that really Night Court was fantastic. Out at me. Uh Night Court was definitely great. I'm trying to think back. I, I, I'm going to have to go with A-Team. I'm going to have to go with A-Team. As your number one show from the 80s. That's, that, uh, that I watched. Yeah. All right. That I, I, was, I watched. Yeah. Without fail. I loved it. I loved it when a plan came together. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. Dude, I love hour long shows that just tell a story and are a little goofy and campy and, and a little dangerous. And uh, that's my list has, has shown that basically. And my number one, you can finally guess, my number one 70s show. Oh, Love Boat. That's it. Uh, Love Boat is. Love Boat's a, a great show. Love Boat is a great show. It's and only it's great because of mainly because of the actors. Yeah, ton of like the 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 cast of the guests. You get character actors. You get you get Oscar winners. You get everything in between. It was a showcase for anyone who was anyone in the in the business. And also, I just want to say Pluto TV. It's absolutely free if you haven't heard of it or you don't know of it. Pluto TV, they have a Love Boat channel, and you can watch it all day, every day. And and honestly, it's amazing that they play it because the humor and the the uh, subject matter from then is a no go today. It's a, just a no go. <laughs> like there was, there's, there's hardly a script. I think that. Love Boat of the 70s has that would be approved of today. Yeah. Just uh, words that are used or uh, subject matter and none of it political. Just it's just uh, not seen as, I guess, appropriate anymore. You know, the powers that be have decided that uh, things are no longer appropriate. So. I love it because I love the inappropriateness of it. I love, I love that time. I I hate now. I hate this PC bullshit. So, I will sit my ass or put it on in the background and just have Love Boat inappropriately playing all day if you let me. It's a pleasure. I gotta tell you. It is. Dave will sit down with the remote and he'll just start looking for things to watch, and he'll be like, "Oh, there's nothing on." And I'll be like, oh, there's something on. And then we'll hear the Love Boat theme. Yeah, yeah, I like the Love Boat. It's fun. Now let me ask you something. It's stupid fun. I love it. Was Get Smart a show from the 60s? Get Smart? I remember it being in black and white. It's the 60s. It didn't go into the 70s, did it? Oh, let me. I can look it up. But I also want to go through the top. Because that honestly was one of my favorites also. But I feel like it's more of a 60s show. Right. And I don't think you watched it in the yeah. 70s. But however I watched it, it was one of my favorites. 1965 it started. 1965 to 1970. Uh, so so it's, not, a, it's a 60s show. Not quite a 70s show. Yeah. yeah Barbara Fielden. Give uh-huh. it up for Barbara Fielden. 99. 99. Not the, not the Toto song. Oh, is there, what's this? What's the Toto song? It's called Ninety Nine. I see. 
All right, are you ready to hear what rankers top 10? The people's the people's vote. I am. I'm going to have to ask you to avert your eyes because I see you're just I'm all about aversion. You're trying to ruin it already for everyone. All right. According to Ranker.com, and this is where the people vote. Can I look now? No, you cannot look for the rest of the show. That's terrible. <clears throat> Number 10. Yeah. The $6 million man. All right, fair enough. That was on our list. Premiered March 7th, 1973. Really? That yep. early? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I would put it more around 76, but okay. That's, I think, when it was in its heyday. All right. That might have been right around the Sasquatch. Uh, episode number nine mm-hmm. according to the people <clears throat> yeah three's company yeah right i mean it's a good show it's a good show that premiered in uh, march 15th 1977 so these shows were not premiering in the fall it's a shitty show though it's that's the problem it's one of those good shitty shows it has a lot of great actors in it but it was a precursor to what was com- what was to come with sitcoms in the eighties. Yes, and it got worse when uh, Norman Fell left. Mm-hmm. Even though I love Don Knotts, once Norman Fell left, you probably should have ended the show. All right. Well, Dave has some strong feelings about the Reese Company. I did not know. I don't I, know. I just love Norman Fell. I, mean, I think he's it, adorable. I think it when Suzanne Summers left. I think is when it went downhill. I right, liked her a lot. That's true too. Stop looking. Whoa! Sorry. Son of a bitch. Okay. Number eight, according yeah. to Ranker. Yeah. Columbo. You know, Columbo's a great show. What year did that premiere? Seventy-two. Se- September fifteenth, nineteen seventy-one. Seventy-one. I like Columbo as well. Columbo's brilliant. Very, very fun. That's a. That's a great, fun show. It's not in my top five, but I'm sure it would be in my top 20. It's a good show. He's great. Peter Falk I is I like great. all the uh, guest stars on the show. Yes. I, I, I think I would have liked it more if there was a little bit more comedy in it. I like a more campy thing, but uh, he was, you know, he's, he's great in it. So that was number eight, according to Ranker. Number seven, Sanford and Son. All right, fair enough. Premiered January 14th, 1972. Yeah. It's weird how some of these are not premiering in the fall. I always thought the fall was a thing. I don't know. It wasn't. Number six. Yeah. Did you ever wonder what became of me? That's not a show. WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, a 70s show. That's a 70s show. 1978 yeah. it premiered. I think of it as an 80s show. Yeah, okay. Nope, they're considering it as a 70s show. Uh, great, great show. I used to love it as well, but it is a little... It, that show doesn't hold up, really. I liked Herb Tarlick. I liked his suits. Yes. I liked him. He seemed like a... <clears throat> Mr. Carlson, Les Nesman. Yes. Johnny Fever, Venus Flytrap. I guess I like that show, too. I know every single cat. I guess Bailey. I was going to say, you're forgetting Bailey. I'd never forget Bailey. I know. Didn't uh, you say you used to think I looked like Bailey? Yes. Because I'd come to the first house gigs in my, uh, in my glasses. Dave thought I looked like Bailey. You know. That's probably why he ever talked to me. I love Bailey. I see. It's my, my new show. I wanted <laughs> Bailey and the wife from Welcome Back, Carter, to have a show. Marcia Strassman? Yeah, they needed a show together. All right. 
What, and what would they be doing? Uh, well, I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, you're disgusting. Stop looking what? at the it's screen. It's like a Thelma and Louise thing. All right. Number five. Mm-hmm. The Rockford Files. Oh, look at you <clears> scoring big. How am I scoring big? I don't know. A few of your, your picks are in there. Rockford Files and what else? Six Billion Dollar Man. Oh, that's right. Boom. Uh, number four. Rockford Files premiered in uh, 1974, by the way, uh-huh. in September. So that was a fall show. All right. Number four. All in the family. Yes, I should have picked All in the Family. Yeah. I could have picked that over the Muppets easily. Okay. But I figured Muppets Muppets was was influential as well. I have to say, uh Meathead was so annoying all the time. Uh I was always hoping she was gonna divorce him and he would be out of their lives. So uh I I did not like the show because of Meathead. He was just such a communist. The worst part about that show was the one where Edith gets uh, molested. Oh, okay. That's that. That is a, a no very one special wants episode. to see that. No. What are they doing? That was the whoever. That that is just terrible. Yeah. That is no one. No. Nah. That's no good. You don't no. want to see that in a comedy. Just for that episode alone, this show should be dropped from the list. Okay. That is unacceptable. That and the little girl came to stay with him. Oh, Danielle Brisbois. Well, she was she was a cute little girl, but uh, is she Annie? She was. Was she in Annie? She was Annie, I think, or in uh, on Broadway at some point. Yeah. Annie, the... are you Broadway? Huh? You're looking at the screen. No, Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you Broadway? But listen. Yeah. Yeah, that that but no one wants to see that shit. Yeah, no, I don't. I, uh, I, you, no, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see that on a show that's on at eight o'clock on a Sunday. Edith Bunker was like a motherly figure. No one wants to see their mom get har- uh, oh, <laughs> harassed. Yeah, no one wants that. That's, that's disgusting. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, it was a very uncomfortable uh, episode. I did like the Sammy Davis Jr. one. Would you like some cream and sugar in your eye? <laughs> Sammy Davis, yeah. That was a good one. This is countless great episodes. It's really just a pretty, pretty insane show. I liked the one. The one I liked any. I I liked their neighbors when it was a uh, was a Frank and Irene. Nah. I liked their those neighbors because they were Italian and I was Italian, so I was like, oh, I like them. I liked all their neighbors. Though. I liked the Jeffersons, obviously. I liked the show, the Jeffersons. Yeah, the show, the Jeffersons, is really funny. I like the English guy. The other neighbor. Was he the neighbor or the doorman? I think he was. Oh, maybe he was the doorman. Yes, and Roxy Roker and Roxy Roker and her husband Tom. Exactly. Were the neighbors. Tom, that tool motherfucker. Why was he a tool? I don't know. Roxy always liked getting him. pushed around by Roxy. Well, she was a little bit of a. A pushy girl, I guess. He seemed to dig it, though. They stayed together, so. All right. Fair All enough. Right. Number th- three. Yeah? The Carol Burnett Show. Come on. That's a 60s show. That started in the 60s. It started in 1967. That is true. But that is a funny show. It's a great show. Great show. I, I mean, really side-splitting funny shit sometimes. Harvey Corman, one of my favorites. Tim Conway, one of my favorites. Whoa, you you take Tim Conway for Harvey Corman? Uh, when he had the Mrs. Sawiggins episodes where he was that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he made me. He yeah. Mrs. Sawiggins, that was. Pretty I did funny love shit. Harvey Corman on uh, 
Flintstones, though, which neither of us mentioned either. Great show. All right. More of a 60s show, in my opinion. All right. Maybe. Maybe I just saw it in the 70s because I was watching it on yeah. cartoons or whatever. All right. Number two. Yeah. Happy Days. I could have picked Happy Days. Really? Yeah, I mean, at the time, I loved Happy Days. I okay. watched Happy Days every time it was on. All right. And even more than Happy Days, I liked Mork and Mindy. Not on the list. Mork and Mindy was a fucking a showcase of insanity. Yes. I liked Mork and Mindy, too. That was I a, liked Mork. Yeah, no, the whole show was just great. I thought Mork and Mindy had a nice underlying message to it. What was it? Oh, it was like positive, kind of a family show. I like Mork and Mindy. I liked, I like, you know what it was? He was really cute. He was really cute, and his the character who's playing is so naive that you just it, it was kind of like a no brainer for me. I just really adored Mork. I had the suspenders. I remember <laughs> everyone, I got the suspenders. Had yep. Did you have them? I didn't, but my brother did. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, you know what? Actually, I did have a pair. I never wore them, though. Oh. I kept them in my closet. I wore them to school. Like, I loved Mork. Nanu, Nanu, Shazbot. Like, that was the... Shazbot was the swear you could say when you were little because you couldn't swear. Hmm. That show took over the universe for a minute. Yeah. For, yeah, for a minute. But it didn't make it into the top ten on Ranker. His uh, guest... Appearance or appearances on Happy Days were just completely legendary. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's the spinoff, right? Yeah, but he wasn't even, it wasn't, he had a spinoff as a guest character. Right. Now, when does that happen? It was so beloved. That doesn't, you don't spin off when you're just a guest. Well, maybe it was a, maybe it was destined, maybe it was planned, though. I don't know. They must have been like, this guy is definitely. But maybe it was a spinoff episode. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to see how it was. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So they introduced the characters. It wasn't like Laverne and Shirley where these people were like, you know. Developed characters. You kind of always can tell when it's a spinoff type show. And sometimes it doesn't work. I have a Big Ragu spinoff. You loved the Big Ragu. I don't know if I loved him, but he was kind of worthy of Carmine. He was on. The Carmine show. Okay. What would he have done? What would he just be? He yeah, had his own pizza place. Oh, I see. I thought shenanigans you, ensue. I thought you liked the singing. Well, he could have had a How karaoke from, night before karaoke. Exists. He always sang, I would "Go from rags to riches." That's the song I always. I don't remember. I remember him singing though. Well, happy days. A lot of uh, good spinoffs, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Laverne and Shirley was not a great show, in my opinion. Oh, you didn't like it? I they liked were little it, floozies. I, I liked it, but. I guess I didn't like Shirley so much. She was a prude. And uh <laughs> You don't see that it is the odd couple. I didn't like Shirley and I didn't I was the odd couple. Is that what was going on there? I guess I, so. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, well Laverne was on the odd couple. She was the secretary. Oh, there you go. Uh was she one of the no, she wasn't the pigeon sisters, okay. No. They were English, right? <clears throat> they were English. She was uh okay. But she was uh Myrna. Right. Myrna. Um uh, well, she was destined for for a career because of her brother. Her brother, Gary. So, uh, and I didn't like Squiggy. That oh, you didn't like Lenny and Squiggy? Over the top. Lenny and the Squig tones. Yeah, they were. Too, it was over the top. Too. I just couldn't relate to him. Okay, that's fine. Now, I liked Richie, and I liked Patsy. 
I liked Patsy. Ralph Mouth, I didn't care much for. Why not? I don't know. He was a cheese ball. He was, well, you know what? He was kind of that underhanded. His dad was a dentist. Stuart Margolin type. Always trying to be a comedian. Wasn't his dad always making bad jokes, the dentist? Was his dad a dentist? I know that he always made bad jokes. I feel like his dad was a dentist. Maybe I'm confusing his dad with Floyd from the Andy Griffith show. Oh, that guy was a perv. <laughs> or was it? Or was that just because you were into Howard Stern? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was that. Oh, that's some great But stuff. if you watch it after the Howard Stern stuff, you still think that he's creepy. <laughs> Floyd. Uh. Yeah. There's something <laughs> weird about that character. That's Anyway, funny. are you ready for Rankers number one? Yes, please. Rankers number one is MASH. Oh, Ranker. You're so cliche. You think so? Yeah, and MASH, in my opinion, what year did MASH start? MASH started in 1972. God damn. What year did it end? Like 1981, maybe? Yeah, that's a full-on 70s show. Well, I got to tell you, MASH was fantastic. Well, you couldn't go wrong with MASH. I... It was one of my favorite shows, too. But you know what I'm saying? You can only pick five. You can only pick five. Yeah. uh, Looking back on it, I mean, this is the problem. Looking back, if I had made the list in the 70s, it would have been different, maybe. But looking back on it, MASH is too, it's just a little too much. It's a little too much. In what way? uh, There's too much drama and not a lot of comedy. (laughs) It's just a little too much. And it's a little too, I don't know. Uh, it's intense is what it is. It's a little too intense and it's a little too much of the time. It's just a little too much to go back and watch now. Yeah. Some of the episodes are good. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good show. Good. It's, it's a amazing. good show. It's a Alan, really good show. Alan Alda's a fucking amazing. Yeah. It's just, I can't really. Alan Alda is 100% amazing. In it's the show. too serious is what it is. Yeah. It's a little too serious. And at the same time, it's a little too campy on the other side. It's a weird mix. Yeah. It's a weird mix, but it, it it's uh, obviously an iconic show. It was so, I mean, MASH was so big, it's ridiculous. It was essentially like about the Vietnam War, but they made it about the, the Korean War. Right. I think the movie's amazing. That it's based on, but... Um, it is amazing. It's just too heavy. It's too heavy. It says here it was based on a book, <clears throat> MASH, a novel about three army doctors. Crazy. I would probably like to read that book just to see how it was. See if it was as fun or whatever funny. Uh, you know, nothing against BJ Honeycutt, but... Oh. <laughs> The beach. When Trapper John left, <clears throat> I, I think my heart was broken. Like, I, I hate that Trapper John leaves, and I hate, like, this is an anxiety-causing thing, that he leaves and and Hawkeye is unable to say goodbye. That caused me so much anxiety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole thing's too heavy. It's a little too heavy. Uh, And then when they killed off Henry Blake. Why they got to kill everybody? They killed him off in a helicopter accident on his way home. And that was just like, are you fucking kidding me? 
And then what? Who? Harry Morgan took over? Yeah. Yeah, but when 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 Radar comes in and announces that Henry Blake is dead, it's just a terrible moment. Why did that guy leave the show? I guess he went to do Hello Larry. Uh, career move, mistake 101. Well, you know what? He probably got offered a lot of money and a lot of promises. And I mean, people leave shows all the time and think that the grass is greener and they just shouldn't. Like that happened to that guy from uh, NYPD Blue. Who? The redheaded guy. Pasty Johnny? Yeah. And he went and did that movie Jade, and that was a flop. What's his name? David something? Caruso. Okay. And then, and then you know. He took a long time to come back. Like, I don't know what other, what the backstory is with him, but... I don't know. Then he came <clears> back <throat> with CSI Miami, I guess. But that was how, 20 years in between? 15 years in between? I don't know. Hmm. But, uh, like, even now, MASH couldn't be... Like, Klinger couldn't be an episode, or a, couldn't Klinger couldn't be a character because he was dressing like a girl to so they would discharge him so they would think he was crazy and you know to give him a section eight but now you can't even make fun of a guy who dresses like a girl now like that's it's absurd so now they're literally now there literally are men in the army who dress like women yeah they encourage it well there there goes that joke yeah it's ridiculous so uh i like mash but it was it's a little dark and a lot of blood, a lot of death, a lot of sadness. I guess war is hell, but it's to, to make a comedy out of it. Um, great show, great cast, but not in my top five. Yeah, I mean, and it my can, top twenty it, probably it can be done. I mean, Hogan's Heroes wasn't dark. Hogan's Heroes was ridiculous. That the that shit came is, out is dark, but the the shows were never heavy like Mash. Dude, let think of it this way. Hogan's Heroes came out maybe 20 years after the end of World War II, which mm. was horrific. Can you imagine 20 years after 9-11, there being a comedy about it? That would be right now. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not funny. I, Hogan's Heroes was a great show, or a good show at least, uh, but that's that was weirdly... Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how that was approved, and people were like, oh, yeah, that wasn't... I mean... Dude, <laughs> horrific what happened there. And they were yeah. uh, the French guy in Hogan's Heroes was in a, well, he was actually in a in a concentration yeah. camp. Yeah. That's as a child. And how could he even want to be in that show? Oh, I guess it was a paycheck. I don't know. Crazy. That's crazy yeah, to th even think of. Comedy is the best uh, what do they call it? What do they say? Medicine? Yeah. Laughter is the best medicine? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Boom. Boom. All right. Well, this has been our episode about the uh, our top five favorite '70s shows. Oh, I got an idea for a show. It's called Rogan's Heroes. Oh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, huh? that should be the name of his podcast. Rogan's Heroes. Yeah, it's the best of. Okay. Yeah. We'll get Joe, that to him. call me. I got more ideas like this. More ideas with the name Rogan in them. <laughs> Rogaine. Or no. it's his, his 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 show about working out and being healthy. No pain, Rogaine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
If you have missed uh, the other 109 episodes, you can head over to macpodcast.com. Uh, all of the episodes are there for you to peruse and enjoy at your leisure. We also have macradio.com, which is basically both of our music collections combined uh, for a radio station. Um, macradio.com, you can go and see the schedule of when things play, like we have like uh, 80s or 70s or Funk Fridays or live tracks or Hard and Heavy or Drive Time or Easy Like Sunday Morning, tons of different uh, music blocks at macradio.com. And of course, the YouTube channel, you can look up the Same Chick YouTube channel or the Mac Podcast YouTube channel. It should take you to the same place. And we have Dave is a uh, song reacting machine, basically. We try to put up a new one every day. Uh, Dave's busy, so we can't always do that, but what, that's what we're, the goal is. Uh, anything you wanted to plug, Dave? Yeah, the new channel I got. It's a kiss, kiss, kiss marathon. Uh-huh. A year-long kiss. Nothing but kiss. Eh? The channel, uh, your YouTube channel? No, I don't know. Oh. Wouldn't that be absurd? You are absurd. Kiss marathon. It, it's lasting seven years. Uh, also, seven you, years. Nothing but kiss. No commercials. Okay. You also just uh, you appeared as a guest performer on an album. I make a performance. Two songs on the album that just came out. What is it? Strange Mutations. Strange Mutations by Count Blastula. Count Blastula is the band. Uh, Dave is the drummer on two tracks. What tracks are those? Well, the Canned Noodles. Canned Noodles. And Deadly Nightshade. Deadly Nightshade. Yeah. So if you head over to Spotify or whatever, wherever you get your music, Count Blastula is the name of the band, and Strange Mutations is the name of the album. Canned Noodles. Canned Noodles. Is that the instrumental? It is instrumental. And what was the other one? Deadly Nightshade. Deadly Nightshade. So go look for Count Blastula, those two songs with Dave on them. As opposed to Deadly Window Shade, which is an improperly installed, very heavy shade. Okay. Uh, anyway, we hope that we will... Be back on a regular schedule. Schedule. Shade. Deadly schedule. Deadly schedule. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time, America. Take it easy.